0: I'm Jared Waitley. Here's a snapshot of Thursday, March nine. Brody Grundy told us of the decision to bury the ego and join forces with Max Gorn at Melbourne. You
1: know, as athletes, we we all have an ego, and it's something that you need to temper from time to time, or it's something that you need to wake up um, and use it to your advantage. But um, for me, it was actually a a sign of of Max actually you know, being so encouraging about me coming across that I, I thought that was a really good show of faith and um, we were able to meet in the middle. And, you know, he's obviously been a, a champion player for a, a very long time, as he likes to remind me, he's got six Australian <laughs> jackets. So uh, it was it was more a, a show from his side that he he, he wanted me to come and, and play with him. And um, I think, you know, the Melbourne Footy Club, they've made that dynamic I mean, work in the past. So There'll be an element where, you know, you know, I'll spend less time in the rock, and I'm okay with that. So, you know, it's just the evolving nature of my career, personally and professionally, and um, I think that comes with age, Jared. So, um, yeah, I'm maybe a little bit more wiser and get to spend less time, um, you know, bashing and crashing. Which, <laughs> you know, might be a good thing.
0: Steve O'Keefe on what the Indian series has revealed in Australia's spin stocks.
2: Oh, I've been excited and, it, it, you know, it, nothing gave me more pleasure than just seeing someone like Matt Kuhneman, who is an absolute. He's a lovely, lovely kid, you know, take five for and, and lead the way in the last test. Um, I also got a lot of satisfaction out of seeing Ashton Agar come back for, and play the one-day cup yesterday and take five for, for WA. Um, you know, he's bounced back in a positive way, as you'd expect. Um, And Todd Murphy, there'd been a lot of talk about Todd Murphy. You know, we'd signed him at the Sixers um, and we'd had Ben Menenti, who was a really good spinning all-rounder and there was a big push from the top from Greg and and Moses saying we've got someone really, really special here. And um, another moment, I remember watching on TV with Greg Mayle at Cricket New South Wales, but for some reason we're watching Victoria play one day and Todd Murphy was bowling and very rarely would it just an off spinner make you stop and watch the television. Yep. And we both just said, "Who is this kid that's bowling these offies?" Um, you know. Um, and I said, "Wow, this is, this kid can really bowl." And then Greg Maher reminded me that it's just off spin. Um, you know, <laughs> with the likes of him playing with Stuart McGill and the like for New South Wales. But I think um, you know that's just a couple of kids that I think are doing well. And I think the Big Bash broadening. Um, domestic cricket and allowing a few more players to play is bringing in these spinners and giving them an opportunity uh, not only against good players but in front of crowds so that that pressure now that a young spinner may face um, certainly isn't Um, you know they, they, they don't feel that sort of pressure when they step up to the next level.
0: Justin Rodsky told us the injury struggles for superstar Ryan Pappenhausen.
2: Um,
3: Frustratingly, it it took a little bit longer than he would have liked in terms of the swelling and the stability around the knee. Um, But the pleasing part is for us now is that uh, he started uh, running again on a a machine and um, we'd like to think that he will be back out training in terms of his running in the next couple of weeks with a view to building back up towards a return sometime, you know, in the middle of the season, I think. But... um, we're not putting a date on it because it's important that he just focuses on uh, week by week um, the improvements that he needs to make. And, um, you know, from a mental point of view as well, going away to America was fantastic for him just to reset. Um, it's pretty difficult for an athlete, particularly someone who's um, of the quality of Ryan Pappenhausen, to sit out and not just sit out from games, but sit out from partaking in, you know, training and being involved in with the main group. So, um, I think mentally he's in as good a place as he's been, and and physically he's now starting to see some of um, some of the rewards from the work that he did overseas. And um, you know we're really confident that he will get back sometime this year. We're just not putting a date on it yet.
0: Golf writer Evan Priest on the tensions surrounding the Players Championship at Sawgrass.
4: For, for so long it was really looking like this was becoming the fifth major championship, um, and but it's it's sort of now feels like it's maybe te- taken a step back in terms of the majors have, have remained Switzerland, they've remained impartial, and at least for this year, they won't ban with golfers. And now that you know, there's a clear line of demarcation between the majors and the Players' Championship, which is probably not a good thing for the tournament. And also, to, to what you just said, you're correct, five of the top ten from last year's leaderboard, including the top three, Cameron Smith, Anabhan Lahiri and Paul Casey, but also 31 golfers from last year's players championship are now playing on league golf. And that's, that's a huge chunk of the tournament, 144 players. And, and of those, you no know, 31 have gone to a rival tour. That, that's massive. And, and obviously among those 31, our own Cameron Smith, the legend himself, the defending champion, Um, you know, living 15 minutes away, but not, not teeing it up as a defending champion. So uh, it's, it's, it, it, it was a bit of a, a hit to the tournament for sure, but, at the same time, there's still nine of the top ten players in the world are in the field this week. It's still going to have that star power. It just, it'll just be missing the interest from the likes of you know Cameron Smith and Brooks Koepka and
0: Dustin Johnson and some of those star players that we love watching. And Elwin Davey, who's following in his father's footsteps at Essendon. Um, yeah, no, loving it ever since I walked into the building. Um, preseason was very hard, that's for sure. Me and Jane did struggle a bit with the, the conditioning and stuff like that but as a year as it comes closer to round one, um, we're just we're just settling in well and the conditionings getting a bit easier that's for sure. And that's just a snapshot. The full program and all interviews are available through the Waitley podcast. Subscribe at sen.com.au.